Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi everyone, welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to explore ways to move forward when we feel that everything around us is going downhill. So just to begin, I feel that even as someone who identifies as Buddhist, the talk about doom and gloom is not something that is new. In fact, for many years, there are tons and tons of lectures and analysis of the decline of society, the future demise of society, all of this, even in Buddhist circles everywhere. And I've had conversations with my parents about this and with people around this and really overwhelmingly I feel that in talking about the demise of society and how everything is going downhill, I don't find that incredibly spiritually productive because everything always feels to be going downhill all the time. The question is, what do we do about it? How do we move forward? How do we not get dragged down by the negativity and the cynicism to the point that we just feel so anxious and sad that we don't want to do anything with our lives anymore? Because I feel that, especially when there's so much darkness in the world, that is a really big danger here spiritually, that we get sucked in to all of that darkness and we just don't know how to move forward. We don't know how to find ourselves. And of course, I think it's only natural when we see so much suffering in the world and with the internet and with media, which there has been great coverage on all of these different issues, it can be so easy to watch that, to read that, to consume that, and to feel that there's nothing good in the world. Everything is going downhill. Everything is bad. There's no point to seeing anything good in our life or in the world around us. And so for me, I had to kind of look for and search, at least within Buddhist philosophy as well as myself, how do we really operate in a world like this? How, what, what is the right way to move forward? What is the way forward? What do we do? So to kind of get inspiration to answer this question, I'm turning to a folktale called The Story of the Bird Which Could Not Be Burnt, which comes from a book called The Jatakamala by M.M. Higgins, which is a translation of birth stories about the Bodhisattva. And if you're not familiar with that, essentially what this is, is a series of folktales where we go in and we see the perspective of the bodhisattva as they are different types of animals, different people. Sometimes they are a really poor farmer, sometimes they are a king. But either way, essentially, these stories demonstrate all the different efforts and 
the different challenges faced by bodhisattva to develop their inner qualities of generosity, of selflessness, of devotion to their cause, which is to help all beings. And what I like about these stories, other than their simplicity and the charm of just these fantastical animals and situations, is how simple it is and actually how good of an analogy they could be to modern times. So I'm not going to fully read the story, but I will summarize it. So once upon a time, when the Bodhisattva had not reached a human birth yet, he was born in a bird's nest as a quail. And while they had many brothers and sisters, they didn't want to eat worms, so they resorted to seeds. They wanted to be a vegetarian. So while this was a really good decision for them, they grew very small and frail compared to their brothers and sisters who were consuming worms and kind of other small bugs and bits. And thus, one day when the forest actually got a fire, this turned out to be a huge problem because this little bird had such a small and fragile body, it couldn't fly away. So while their whole family was able to fly away and save themselves, they were stuck in the forest. So looking at the fire engine closer and closer, they said to, to the fire, because of course this is a folktale and it makes sense to talk to the fire. They said to the raging fire gently, I am not strong and big enough to run or fly away. And my parents and brothers have fled from the fear of you. Agni, god of fire, because of course there's a god of fire, there is no gift here worth offering to you. Therefore, I ask you in the name of truth, for which I have lived and now live, to turn back. And of course, because of the devotion and the truth and the words, the fire stops. And this tiny act of bravery in the face of disaster actually leads to saving not just the homes of himself, themselves, and their family, but all the animals in the forest. And that, for me, is just a beautiful little story about how when the world is burning around you, one tiny act of bravery can make a huge difference. And of course, we may not always be able to talk to the fire around us and for it to respond so immediately like we see in this folk story. But I feel that this approach, this perspective that things have always been terrible in some way, shape or form, but that is not all in the world. And that we need to find a balance between being aware of the darkness in the world and also focusing on developing our inner light and our ability to give and to be that hope in the world is really crucial to staying sane, essentially, in a world that everything feels like is going on a decline. And moreover, even though, of course, the folktale is this oversimplified version of real life, I think that overall, no matter what is going on in the world, the goal spiritually is to find that middle path. It doesn't make sense to 
ignore everything that's going on around us and to only focus on ourselves and our happiness because we don't live in a vacuum. Everything is interconnected. Even in the early stories of the Buddha and how they became enlightened, one of the main focuses of that, what triggered that path to enlightenment is the awareness of death, of sickness, of age, and of the chance of exploration of life and its meaning. With If they had simply just closed their eyes and not looked at anything, well then they would never have become enlightened in the first place. So I think it is important to be aware of everything that's going on around you. But on the other extreme, if all we do is focus on the negative and we start to blame ourselves for every inaction or every lack that we're not doing, that also can be incredibly toxic because first of all, so many of these problems are not necessarily our fault or the fault of one person, but they are the co- they are essentially the convergence of so many different systemic societal factors that have persisted throughout history. So to blame ourselves and to hold ourselves 100% accountable for every single thing that is going wrong in society also doesn't make sense because we are not fully in control of society. We're only fully in control of ourselves. So in kind of looking at the big picture, the best way to move forward is to find a middle path, which is these tiny little acts of bravery according to your bandwidth and according to your ability to do good, to draw a balance between developing yourself and meditating, reading, sleeping, resting, making sure that you are developing joy for yourself first, but then also that you are aware of the world around you and that when you are able to, you can still commit to these tiny acts of bravery in whatever capacity that you can. And I really want to stress that not everyone is capable to do everything. We all have to be really mindful of the fact that we have existing demands on our time, we have existing responsibilities, and we have to be proud of ourselves for what we can do for others. I think even just the awareness that there is suffering in the world and that we want suffering to be alleviated as through loving kindness meditation is already, I would say, a tiny act of bravery in the face of all of these fires. And in just continuing that vein, in every way that you can, in every way that's available to you, you can continue to be brave despite all of this heat and this negativity and this doom and gloom around us. You can be that light for yourself and for others and to be an example of what to do when we feel that everything around us is going downhill. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you were able to get something out of it as I was as well in developing it for you. I always enjoy sharing these insights as well as having these discussions with you. And I hope you have a wonderful week ahead and that you and your family and everyone that you know will be safe. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week.